You're listening to the Keep Going Podcast, where we keep going after the heart of God because He's our only hope. I'm Nika Maples. Welcome to episode 47 of the Keep Going Podcast. This episode is entitled, What If God Is Helping You? So let me ask you a few questions. Is there an idea that won't leave you alone? One that you wish you could see grow? Is there a certification or educational milestone you wish you could pursue? Do you daydream about doing something particular, something new, something you've always wanted to do, something that might take extra courage and determination? Well then, why aren't you trying it? We only have one life to live. And if you're okay with that nagging sensation in your heart, then go ahead and make peace with it. Because what I've learned is the heart never stays quiet. If it's nagging you to do something, it's going to keep nagging you for a long time. And some people, I think they live with that chronic pain. It is a form of chronic pain, you know. They stifle their desires. They say, I'm not good enough for this. I I could never do this. This is for somebody else. And the whole time their heart is crying out, this is for you. So I have to ask you the question, could it be that it is not solely your desire, but it's a desire that the Lord planted in you? And to keep it quiet, to stifle it, to dismiss it might be dishonoring him. Think about one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 2.10. You are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he has prepared in advance for you to do. I often tell people I work with that every time you head out the front door, you're headed toward good works that have been prepared in advance for you. Can you imagine leaving the house with a constant awareness that God has gone before you, that he has prepared works for you to do, that you don't have to figure it out, that you don't have to muster it up, that you don't have to make your own way? Would that then coordinate with the desire in your heart? I think so. If he has prepared work in advance for you to do, how would you ever be able to spot it or recognize it unless it connected with that desire in your heart? Even simple desires like wanting to learn a language or learning how to play the piano may have a significant impact on the kingdom, but because it seems pleasurable or it seems like something you've always wanted personally, you question whether it's a valid pursuit. I want to ask you again, why aren't you trying it? Do you feel that you're pursuing it alone? But what if God is helping you? Would knowing that change your approach? Would it change the position that you took as you made an attempt? 
I used to watch the cartoon G.I. Joe after school with my brother every afternoon. And the classic tagline for that cartoon was, and now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Well, I have to say, could it be that half of your battle would be won if you knew that God were helping you? I want to point you to a couple of verses that I believe will encourage you down deep in your core, down in your very spirit. Now, we've read Ephesians 6.12 dozens of times. Let's go over it again. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. And God would not make us fight against the unseen realm all by ourselves because he knows we can't see it. So Ephesians 6.12 implies that he's helping us. He can see what we can't see, so it requires a partnership. And if it requires a partnership to defend and protect against evil, which this particular verse is addressing, well, guess what? It requires a partnership for positive movement as well. Let's look at 2 Kings 6, 15 through 17. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to the prophet Elisha. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O oh Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. If this doesn't perfectly illustrate that knowing is half the battle, then I don't know what does. This servant of the prophet Elisha, he felt discouraged only because of what he didn't know. That's why Elisha said, open his eyes so he can see. And do you realize that nothing, absolutely nothing about the circumstance changed? The enemy piled up against them did not change. The fact that God was with them did not change. The only thing that changed was the servant's mindset, his ability to see into the unseen. And yes, knowing was half the battle because after that they had courage to pursue what they knew God had called them to. I want to ask, when you look at the circumstances around your life, maybe feeling so discouraged by everything that's going on politically and socially and medically in our world right now, what if you knew God were helping you? What if he could open your eyes and show you that he had resources filling the hills just for you? Wouldn't that change your approach? And yet nothing about your circumstances will have changed. 
So whatever you're experiencing right now, whether it's a financial hardship or relational discouragement, I assure you there's more there than you can comprehend with your natural eyes. So maybe it's time to ask, God, will you open my eyes to see the unseen? Because we're not fighting against flesh and blood. So he must be supplying other support to you in the unseen world. And he doesn't expect you to be able to work in the unseen world. That's why he does it for you. And he does it with you. It requires that supernatural partnership. Whether you're defending and protecting, or whether you are pursuing promises, you need to walk hand in hand with God so that he can work in the unseen world to help you accomplish the good works that he's prepared in advance for you here in the seen world. Here's another verse that I thought was extremely encouraging to me this morning. Acts 18, 9 through 11. One night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent, for I'm with you, and no one will attack or harm you, for many people in this city belong to me. So Paul stayed there for the next year and a half, teaching the word of God. What Paul didn't know is that there were people who already were longing to hear his words and encouragement. Do you see that? That God said, nobody's going to harm you. Speak out. Don't be afraid. Don't be silent. There are people who already belong to me. And really what he was saying is they need you. They need you to encourage them in the Lord. So maybe an idea that you have is to put something out there for sale on Etsy or to put put yourself out there as a speaker so that you could um, be invited to come and contribute to a women's conference through your messages. Maybe you're feeling like you want to write a book. Maybe you're wanting to start a different kind of business or a, a mission or an organization. I don't know what could be possibly on your heart. However, I know one thing. There's this nagging feeling of imposter syndrome. Who am I to put this out there? Who am I to offer this to the world? And what I want to encourage you with is that God is working for you. He's working with you. He is ready to partner with you in the unseen realm. And you need that partnership because whatever you are being called to create, you can't anticipate the days of discouragement you will feel as you think, nobody wants this. Nobody needs this. What am I even spinning my wheels for? And God would say to you what he said to Paul, don't be afraid and don't be silent for I am with you and no one will attack or harm you. There are many people in this city who belong to me. What if God could say to you, beloved one, I prepared these works in advance for you. That longing in your heart is your heart recognizing what it's called to do. And so don't be afraid. Don't keep silent. Put it out there because there are plenty of people who need it and want it. I know the hearts of men and I know there are many people in this city, perhaps, Many people around the world who need your encouragement, would you hold it inside and keep it to yourself? There's something about that that is selfish. I know, I know you feel like it may be 
selfish to want to put something out for the world to enjoy. But that's not casting a spotlight on you. All the glory goes to God who enabled you to do it and who even called you to do it. Whatever it is that you're offering, whether it's services, I, I can't even think of all the things, but look, in, in the work that I do, I need someone who is a video editor and I have hired one because she is willing to put herself out there and be brave and say, hey, I offer this service. I needed a podcast editor and I hired one because she was willing to put herself out there bravely and say, hey, I know how to do this. I put this out in the world and I don't know if anyone will take it, but I sure am hoping that I can meet a need. I needed somebody to be um, an assistant for me to help me with writing and editing the quarterly journal, the keep going journal that I produce. Look, all of those things I could not do by myself anymore. But for the women who knew how to do it and who had a specific skill, it took some bravery to put it out there because they didn't know that anyone would ever take them up on their offer for those services. They didn't know if anyone would ever be able to pay or be willing to pay for their services. What they really didn't know was that I was sitting there waiting and just hoping that I could find somebody to assist me in the ministry that I'd been called to. I needed more hands and feet of Jesus to get this work done. Well, I encourage you that whatever the Lord has put on your heart, if you're feeling hesitant about putting, being brave and putting it out there, there are people that are already waiting for your product or service. There are people who are already hungry for your words or your ministry. They are already hearing from the Lord, this would be good for you. This would be healthy for you. This would be a help to you. And if you've got the connection that he wants to make between that person who has a need and you and your offer, then that's what would be selfish is for you to say, oh, I'm just too afraid to put it out there. I'm too self-conscious. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. That's the ultimate encouragement that what we see now is temporary. The setback you see now is temporary. Some of you may be saying, Nika, I already tried this. I already tried. I already tried. My friend, I could sit down and tell you stories for a good hour and a half if we sat at a coffee shop telling you about all of my failures. And maybe I need to put a few of them out there and tell you those stories through this podcast because I'm standing on a pile of failures. Each, each time a, a failure comes in like a brick, I just use it as another stone, another layer in the staircase that I can keep moving upward toward what God has called me to do. Failure doesn't slow me down. I use it. I leverage it because this is what I know, 
the things that are happening right now, these circumstances are temporary. So we fix our gaze on what cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. What if God is working for you? What if he's gone ahead? What if he's done exactly the things that paved the way for you to take a step? Would you hold back your foot? Would you be too afraid to put it down? I ask you, friend, please, please do not withhold your best. Put it out there. Go with the longing on your heart because it could very well be that the Lord Jesus is the one who put it there. We'll talk soon. Until then, keep going. Can you imagine starting each day with a God-confident mindset? Is it time for you to finally get healthy and balanced in mind, body, and soul? Are you really ready to pursue God's promises for you and for your family? If you want resources for real change, check out my mentoring membership, The Keep Going Scouts, where we dive into the best life coaching lessons on the planet, and we study them through the lens of biblical truth. Then we apply them with Holy Spirit empowerment, and there is nothing better. You will love the weekly group coaching sessions, the optional accountability small group, and the scout kit that arrives on your doorstep every quarter. We only open four times a year. So go to nikamaples.com and click on membership right now to join us. I hope to see you on the inside.